is going to school, I'll be catcalled. I will be stared at. I will be looked up and down. I will be touched. You just accept it as part of going to school. I can't help my body type, and it's super distracting to me to know that every time I get up to sharpen my pencil, there's going to be a comment about my butt. That doesn't happen to guys. No guy has ever had to walk down the hall and had girls going, Hey boy, your calves are looking great. Your calves are hot. Camila is right. Addressing boys directly is the only way to challenge the assumption by some that girls' bodies exist for them to judge and even touch however and whenever they wish. The previous year at the girls' high school, a group of boys created an Instagram account to expose the campus THOTS, an acronym for that hoe over there. Every generation seems to invent a new scarlet letter word, strumpet, hussy, tramp, slut, skank, hoe, with which to demonize girls' sexuality. They downloaded pictures from girls' Instagram or Twitter accounts or snapped one in the hallways, captioning each with the girls' purported sexual history. All the girls singled out were black or Latina. Camila was one of them. It was such a violation, she said. Part of the caption was, I dare you to go fuck her for a good time. I had to go to school with that out there. When she lodged a formal complaint, She was placed in a room with four male school security guards who, she said, asked whether she had actually performed the acts attributed to her on the site. Humiliated, she let the matter drop. The Instagram account eventually petered out. The perpetrators were never caught. Whether online or IRL, in real life, Camila's was hardly an isolated case. Another girl, a high school junior in nearby Marin County, California, who played varsity volleyball, told me how boys from the soccer team gathered in the bleachers to harass her teammates during practice, yelling things like, Nice gooch! Urban dictionary slang for perineum, when the girls lunged to make a shot. There are, incidentally, hundreds of close-up, rear-view photos of underage girls in volleyball shorts on the Internet. A senior in San Francisco described how within days of arriving at an elite summer journalism program she attended in Chicago, the boys created a slut draft, akin to a fantasy football league, ranking their female peers in order of who they wanted to fuck. The girls were pissed off, she told me, but we couldn't complain because of all the implications, right? If you complain and you're on the list, you're a prude. If you complain and you're not on it, you're ugly. If you complain about it being sexist, then you're a humorless feminist bitch and a lesbian. I heard about a boy who, claiming to have magic arms, would hug random girls in his New York City public school hallway and then announce his assessment of their bra size. About a high school boy who sauntered up to a stranger at a party in St. Paul, Minnesota, and asked, Can I touch your boobs? About boys at dances everywhere, who especially after a few, or more, drinks, felt free to grind against girls from behind, unbidden. Most girls had learned to gracefully disengage from such situations, if uninterested. Boys rarely pursued. Several young women, though, said a dance partner had gone further, pushing aside their skirts and sliding a quick finger into their underwear. By college, girls attending a frat party may not make it to the dance floor at all unless they passed what one called the pretty test at the front door, where a designated brother decides whether you are accepted or rejected, beautiful or ugly. He's the reason you better wear a crop top in sub-zero weather or you'll end up home alone eating microwave popcorn and calling your mom. I'm going to say this once here, and then, because it's obvious, I will not repeat it in the course of this book. Not all boys engage in such behavior, not by a long shot.
and many young men are girls' staunchest allies. However, every girl I spoke with, every single girl, regardless of her class, ethnicity, or sexual orientation, regardless of what she wore, regardless of her appearance, had been harassed in middle school, high school, college, or often all three. Who, then, is truly at risk of being distracted at school? At best, blaming girls' clothing for the thoughts and actions of boys is counterproductive. At worst, it's a short step from there to she was asking for it. Yet I also can't help but feel that girls such as Camila, who favors what she calls more so-called provocative clothing, are missing something. Taking up the right to bare arms and legs and cleavage and midriffs as a feminist rallying cry strikes me as suspiciously Orwellian. I recall...